You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban, writer at Mavs.com, and watcher of the NBA playoffs. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Were we wrong the most on the Pelicans? And there's something else. Like, can we stop with Playoff Rondo? No. People, playoff, people Rondo has not, playoff Rondo has not stopped with us. People in Dallas, playoff Rondo is not what playoff Rondo th- you know is to a lot of other people. <laughs> playoff Rondo is the quitter, the I have a back injury, the let me get a tech and foul James Harden a million times. That is playoff Rondo. That playoff Rondo that the team elected not to give the playoff money to. Um, yeah, that's that's playoff <laughs> Rondo. So. <laughs> Playoff Rondo, everyone that's freaking out, talking about how good he is, uh, don't forget about the Dallas days. Yeah, there was that one year for sure. But he's oh, uh, here we go. Nick's like, oh, there's that one year. <laughs> he's had he's had plenty of other years where he's been actually like extremely better than he was in the regular season of the playoffs. It's just a weird phenomenon. Yeah, I think it's of... there's it's not necessarily playoff Rondo. It's like gives a crap Rondo or doesn't give a crap Rondo like. Like, Rondo did not give a crap in Dallas in the playoffs. He don't give a crap at all during the regular season. And it's like, <laughs> oh, cool, it's the playoffs. Let me try now. And, but, man, Drew Holiday. I tweeted this out last night. We need an award. There should be an award that they name. And it's kind of like comeback, but it should be something else. Of a player that was, like, really good and then took, like, multiple years and wasn't very good at all. And then they're back really good again. So comebacks normally like after a big setback or a huge injury or yeah. So like there should be an award like that. That's like, it would be like Rudy Gay having a breakout year next year and having a like huge year. And you're like, okay, yeah. Like something rewarding a player that used to be really good. And then wasn't very good for a while. And I know there was some circumstances at home for like holiday and all that stuff, but that was just and, for the that's for the one year though. You got the uh, you know the years before that where he was kind of like meh. Yeah, and he was like hurt and like all this stuff. So I don't know, but he is remarkable. And I remember when he was like linked to Dallas, and everybody's like freaking out. We don't want Holiday. We don't want him. And man, he looks he looks really good. Yeah, shouts to him for sure. Shouts. Also, uh, all the games that happened last night, wow, crazy. Who would have known that all that stuff happened? Man, I did not expect that result from that game. Insane. I mean, I can't <laughs> believe I can't believe that happened last night. Full disclosure, we're recording this on a Wednesday. This will go up on Friday. Uh, and we haven't even seen the games from Wednesday night yet. So Or Thursday. <laughs> or Thursday. <laughs> so just FYI. Also, if you're listening to this over the weekend, we don't know any of the games that happened on Friday night so, or Saturday. <laughs> And if any Mavs news breaks on Wednesday oh, or yeah. Thursday, um, we might have an emergency pod or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. We definitely will. We've, we've opened ourselves up for emergency pods. Today, we are doing our all-NBA 
uh, first, second, and third teams. We will not be doing Mavericks, and I doubt we will talk about any Mavericks during the rest of this podcast. So I don't know, Nick. <laughs> so uh, let's get started right away with our uh, all-NBA. Let's start with – you want to start with the third team first, or you just want to go first, second, third? Let's do first because first is pretty much what we're – there's no suspense, really. Yeah, there's well, not – One it, spot. It, pretty much everything's set. So let's get started with uh, first team all-NBA right after this short break. Okay, first team All NBA. Do you have do do the locks first? Okay, the David the David locks of the All NBA first team are James Harden at guard. Yes. LeBron James at forward. Yes. Anthony Davis at center. Yes. Those Kevin are Durant. those are hundred percent locks. Hundred percent. There's no there's like no arguing those three guys. Yeah. The other two are interesting to me. I have Kevin Durant at the other forward. I do too. Okay, so that's at least a lock for us. And then the other guard, I have Damian Lillard. I do not. I have Russell Westbrook. Gosh. <laughs> he still averaged a triple-double, and they came in fourth in the West. So I can't, like, as much as I want to make fun of him. Yeah, but who came in third in the West and didn't have an all-star teammate? CJ McCollum is not far behind Paul George. What? That's, not- that's garbage. That is a terrible take. He's not that far behind. He's actually, at, he, okay, CJ McCollum is as good of a scorer. A not good even, player. Not anywhere close to the level defender Paul George is. I agree. Oh, I 100% agree with that. But, like, you're acting like CJ McCollum's trash. You're acting like Damian Lillard's Anthony Davis and his Pelicans teammates is the same as No, no, no. I'm Lillard's. saying that Paul George is a way better player than CJ McCollum is. And that the Portland Trailblazers are also a spot higher than the Thunder, and so he deserves to be on this list. I get the third, and I like Dame. Also, also team, but. Steven Adams. If you want to go third player, who's who's yeah. comparable to Steven Adams on the on the Trailblazers? Nurkic, uh, <laughs> Nurkic, Evan Turner. Where are no. we going? I mean, where are we going with this? Dame Dame did more with less this year. That's that's my big argument for him. Okay. I, well, I don't know if you say he did more. That's his team did better. His his team did better, yes. But did he do more than Westbrook? I would argue that. Because you're taking into the, the, the triple-double thing. For sure. Because it's still really, really impressive. I mean, that... It's it's really funny that I'm I'm me like I've made fun of West Westbrook should not have gotten it last year the MVP but now I'm in this mode of like taking up for him that he should definitely still be there. I mean I have him second team so it's not like I'm not like that yeah. far behind you but yeah and I have I have Dame second team too so we're it's just right there and Port <laughs> Portland finished one game. Above Oklahoma. Oh, State. now we're gonna go with the one game thing. The other day, you didn't want to go with the one game thing, where it's no, not impressive. You keep it's saying, in, no, what? it's impressive, but we're talking about three and four. We're talking like the other day it was like, oh, okay, well they like who cares? They barely made the playoffs, like two games. Well, I mean, that's a long. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking three and four, one game. Of saying, okay, that holds weight. That the one game they finished above them, that's different. Also, what were the expectations for the Trailblazers coming into this year? Did you even have them making the playoffs? I can't remember. No, I had them like borderline, like eight or nine. Yeah, and you had, and we had, you had the Thunder like second. I had OKC too. Yeah. Yeah. So, according to you, the Thunder underperformed and the Trailblazers way overperformed. 
Absolutely. Yeah. But I still don't like, I can't hold that against Russ for averaging a triple-double and still coming in fourth in the West. So Westbrook averaged one less point or one and a half less points than Lillard and averaged uh, four more assists and five and a half more rebounds. That's what you're going on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. <sighs> I mean, most people would look at it and be like, okay, well, Dane's a way better scorer. He scored a lot more. Okay, well, he scored one more point when when Russ, what, he he doubled, he almost doubled up Dame on assists and rebounds, or at least rebounds. Rebounds, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you can agree that Russ Westbrook's a better overall player. That's a given. Yeah. Yeah, Dame's a way better shooter, though. That's kind of a problem. Yeah, but. That's just such a big aspect. Even though Dame did not shoot well from the floor this year. He's 44%. Westbrook was 45%, but not that much better, Dane probably shot a lot more threes than Russ did. Oh, yeah, double. He doubled him up on threes. Uh, Westbrook shot 30% from three, and Dame shot 36%. That's that's huge. That's that's pretty big. That makes up for the extra um, That makes up for the extra four assists a game that you're getting from Westbrook. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. If you're talking about average points, if he averages more points, like a lot more points to him, that makes up for the assists. But – just six percent more on three point percentage does not make up for more assists. <laughs> does in my book because you're talking about spacing and you're talking about Westbrook shoots better free throw percentage, so that makes up for more um, points. Westbrook did not shoot a better free throw percentage. They shot the no, same no. the same number of free throws, and uh, West Westbrook shot seventy four percent, and Dame shot ninety two percent. That's that's a big difference. I like Dame. I have him second team. Yeah, we're we're splitting hairs. We're splitting uh we're splitting Damian Lillard's quaffed hairs. I also just can't see how voters would give Russell Westbrook MVP last year and then say he's second team or third team all NBA this year, averaging a triple double. That would he's averaging awesome. five less points this year. I guess that can that that'll matter to some people. Okay. Shrug. Shrug. Um okay, sec so first team. Uh, Harden, Lillard, LeBron, Durant, Davis, but Isaac has Westbrook instead of Lillard. Yeah. Second team. I have Russell Westbrook. You have Damian Lillard. The other guard. Or what? Victor, Victor Oladipo. I was really close to putting Oladipo here. I had Chris Paul. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You didn't put him on any of your teams, did you? I have him at um, on the third team. Okay. Yeah. Uh. I have Oladipo. I have Oladipo third team, and uh, okay. so Westbrook and Chris Paul, Westbrook or uh, Lillard and Oladipo for you. The forwards I have Giannis and Lamarcus. Giannis, uh, yes, same. We probably have the same center too. Joel Embiid. Yep. There we go. Okay. Ding, 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 that's, ding. that's pretty. Much, that's pretty good agreement there. <laughs> We're probably going to disagree. Someone on the third team. The third team is the hardest one, man. It's there's just so many guys because you you could honestly make a fourth team All NBA. Oh, within a, I mean in a heartbeat, and the fourth team could possibly beat the third team in like a pickup game. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy because because games played means a lot for me. And it meant meant a lot to me handing out awards. It means a lot to me, like, in all NBA stuff. So, I mean, you're going to see some of this come into play here at the end for sure. All right, third team. This is the one we're going to have the most discussion on. Uh, So let's talk about third team all NBA in just one second. Just kidding. It won't be one second, but it'll be close to that. And we're back. (laughs) 
it's funny that I teased that as a short break, but in real life, like in real life time, Isaac left for 10 minutes. <laughs> my dog, my dog had an accident. Oh, damn. Yeah. I think it's good. I don't hear it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> What's not an accident is our all NBA third team. And that's what we're getting to right now. All right, so we've already decided that I have Curry and Oladipo as the two, or I have uh, Oladipo as my one guard. You have Chris Paul as one of your guards, and I have Steph Curry as my other guard. I do not, and it hurt to not put Steph there. Um, But games played matters (laughs) matters a lot to me. Shouldn't matter that much because Steph Curry is going to be way better than any player you put in this spot. I agree, but in under that logic, Kawhi Leonard should be on here. It's not the same. In the, Once in again, the, it's a slippery slope. No, no. In the game Steph okay. Curry played, he was way better than whoever you're going to put here. Okay, we'll talk about him in a second. I have DeMar DeRozan. It's fair. Left him I, off. Game. Two big things that matter to me a lot. Not everything, because their stats obviously mean you know, the most, but wins and how many games they played. And for a guy that played 80, I think it was 80 games this year for the number one team in his conference, I feel like that gives him a little edge over uh, some of the other guys for me on that list. Steph played 51 games, so it's it's hard for me to do that. So, yeah, I put DeMar Droz in there. It's tough. I would have Demar as one of my forwards if I could do that. Uh, I don't think he, it was. Yeah. I don't think it was on the ballot. I don't think it was like officially on the real ballot that you could put Demar as a forward, even though he played forty percent of his minutes at forward this year. Which you know, at this point in basketball, we don't know. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just, you're just kind of guessing at this point. You're like, okay, that those two guys look like guards, and that one looks like a forward because he's taller. Um, but with DeRozan, and one thing that I have an issue with. And I thought about him for, like, MVP, like, for fifth and MVP and stuff like that. Uh, their team was touted as, like, this overall good team. They're, like, their bench was was probably, like, their be- the best part of that team. Just that their bench came in and, and killed other benches. And that they were just overall, like, across the board, like, a good team. They had, like, 11 real, like, good NBA players. You know what I mean? And so it's hard for me to give, like, individual awards if you're if you're touted as, like, your whole team is is the reason why you're – you're successful. Does that make sense? Whereas like the drop off between it does, but some of these other top teams, they have good benches too. I mean, you look back over the past couple of years and look at golden state's bench and with Livingston and Iguodala and some of those guys, I mean, they might not went 11 deep, but they had a good eight or nine players that were pretty darn good. And to take that, take something away from one of the Warriors starters because of that would be kind of, yeah, I still also think that Steph Curry was just astronomically better than DeRozan in his in the time that he played. Yeah, it, I just thirty games, thirty more games for DeRozan that that means a lot to me. So, but we'll have this discussion in just a little bit too. That is a lot. That is a lot for sure. Also, okay, the forward spots. I copied. Uh, I copied Zach Lowe and I put Jimmy Butler and Ben Simmons. Okay, I couldn't. I, I leaned against uh, Jimmy Butler. I just couldn't do it. I wanted to. He's definitely in that group. But I have Ben Simmons also. I think he, what he finished averaging fifteen, eight, and eight. Yeah. And there's like only a couple players in the NBA that did that. It's like Westbrook, LeBron, and him. <laughs> yeah. So and like they were the three seed in the East. So I had to do it. And then I went with Paul George. 
So, yeah, he's my he's my first guy that I left off. It's hard for me to include Paul George when he joined that Thunder team. We just talked about this recently, where he joined that Thunder team and they only got one one game better in the win column. Like it's hard for me to. I mean, he had a really good year. He's a really good player. But Jimmy Butler went and joined that Timberwolves team, and they were way better than they were last year. Yeah, that the only thing with that is looking comparing years is the fact that the thing people around the league, you know, changed too. And yeah, that's but that's it's such only... a big difference. Like the Timberwolves went from what did they? I mean, I don't even remember what they won. They didn't make the playoffs, and they made the playoffs for the first time in forever this year. And it was mo- oh, yeah. a lot because I, of Jimmy Butler. Yeah, has a lot to do with Jimmy Butler. Carl Towns had a, a monster year. He had a good uh, year last I year mean, though too, didn't he? He had a good year, but not as good as this year. And then okay, the I mean, Timberwolves they, the Timberwolves increased by sixteen wins from last year to this year. And their big <laughs> roster move was Jimmy Butler. You get, I guess you could put Jeff. I mean, they Teague added Tosh Gibson. They added Jeff Teague. They added Jamal Crawford. Um, Towns got better. So, I mean, Jimmy is the obvious, you know, improvement for sure. Sixteen wins though. Ta- Taj yeah. Gibson and Jeff Teague are not bringing you sixteen wins. <laughs> yeah, but I don't That's think crazy. Jimmy Butler alone brings you sixteen wins. I think it's. He might bring you 10. But I would say he is the most to blame for those 16 wins. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Even though, yeah, he only played 59 games, but still. Yeah, that and that's what, you know, played into my thing too. Ben Simmons played 80 games, then Paul George in there. But let's talk about center. Center, I have Rudy Gobert. You have 56 games. I went with Carl Towns. Wow. Okay, so yeah. I can understand you not going with Jimmy Butler if you went with Towns there. Okay, and here's my question. Here's my counter to it all. Why didn't you put Boogie Cousins? I did not think that he... Okay, if you're... If you're... He played three less games than Steph Curry. He played 48 games. If three you... less games. That's <laughs> This is my point. This is the slippery slope. This no, no, no. The... It has nothing to do with that. Oh, no, it absolutely does. He played no, three it does... less games. No, it does not. Listen, if you... Le- if you are absent from your team and your team gets better. Oh my god. You gosh, do not believe you do not belong on the all NBA team. Oh my gosh. Come Did they on. not get better without him? He it doesn't matter about getting better. He averaged 25 and 12. <laughs> does it not get better? Does it not matter? It doesn't matter that the team got better when he was not there. I don't you would okay, so you're saying right now I'm saying he's an he all-star. Healthy, I'm he saying he's a really playing. good player. He shouldn't be playing if he was healthy right now. Because they're no, better. they would still play. If he play came him. back today and said he's cleared, he shouldn't start and shouldn't play. He should play because they're but better. The team, the team got better without him. Yeah. No man, I don't know about that. That's tough. That's tough. Let's see. I what... mean, okay. So what do you what do you do what do you do if Steph Curry does that or Draymond Green? If they get if they get a lot better. <laughs> how okay, but how like you say a lot better. I mean, you're acting like they're the one seed and they were the eighth seed whenever Cousins went out. They were going to be out of the playoffs, and then all of a sudden now they're like they were they cemented themselves inside the playoffs. They were borderline. They finished seventh in the West. Okay, here we go again with the borderline. There's there's a bunch of teams that were borderline this year. No, I'm just saying it's not like that. Like they got better with spacing, but when it comes down to like this is what I'm talking about with Steph Curry. If you're going to put Steph in there and say he was – he, we're talking about him, not the team. He was astronomically better, and he played 51 games. Cousins played three less games, but I, he is disqualified because – No, he, I, I still think Rudy Gobert was better. 
Oh my gosh. Cousins averaged 25 and 12, 25 and 13, 12.9 rebounds a game. 25 and 13. Yeah, you can't put numbers on. He's Rudy he Gobert is also for, my defensive player of the year. If he averaged that for the rest of the year, he would be first team. I mean, he would be an All NBA guy, would he not? He would be making it. I mean, he would make probably, it. I don't know if I would vote him for it. No. Hmm. It's tough. This That's is, my only thing. It's a slippery slope when you start going down games played. You you and your slippery slopes. I don't it think it's is. as like it's not as Gobert fifty six, Steph Curry fifty one. Well, then what, what's your cutoff? You know, if there's not a definitive cutoff, if you don't have a definitive cutoff, like if you say, now if you came at me and said, okay, my cutoff is fifty games, then I would get that. Like okay, that in your mind they have to at least play fifty, but under the mindset of. Well, it doesn't matter too much about games played. It's if they were in the time that they played, if they were so much better, then that that just gets really dangerous. And I just don't think you can say that, you know, Steph Curry in three games above him and then Cousins is like, no, can't consider him. When he averaged 25 and 13. The uh, the Pelicans, their winning percentage got, um, they got six point, they got just about seven points. Percentage points better their win percentage. They were twenty seven and twenty two when he got injured, and they went twenty one and thirteen the rest of the way. What did Boston go without Kyrie? See Boston, Boston. We we no, gave don't them start. No, don't don't start. We gave them coach Boston of the year. Finished... That, that's the reason why they were better. Oh come on! They finished second in the West without Gordon Hayward. You don't think they're going to welcome Gordon Hayward back? Man, if they finish second in the West, I would give them all. I would give them all the awards. Did, did, but should they welcome Gordon Hayward back, or should they try to trade him? No, it's totally different. He didn't even play. They don't even know. No, but what he is. that's my point. Like you can't hold that against them. How good a player is, or how good of a season he had, just because of like they okay. Well, they you know they made the playoffs and they you know they got better. I can hold it against a player if he has not proven to have been on good teams before. You know, like this is a this is a thing that we we thought about with him, and then now it's like uh, it happened again. He's still a very very good player in this league. And I if also, he, also if just think Rudy Gobert games, is better. better I like player. Rudy Gobert. I like him a lot. But I mean, he only played eight more games than Boogie Cousins. I mean, I went with Towns. Like, I'm not even. I was gonna say you didn't put either of these guys on your team. I didn't either because I, games played means a lot to me. And Towns played 75, 80 games. His team did very good this year, and he had a big time season. I'm happy for Carl. 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 Who are the biggest snubs besides the guys that we just argued about? Um, I felt really bad know. that I had to leave Kyrie off. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie was just tough for me. He played sixty games, so I mean. And that's put, a little bit. Didn't put any Celtics on my list. I want. I, I tried to put Horford, but I just couldn't do it. Um, I mean, Jokic. Jokic was tough. tough he one. had a all around. I mean, crazy year statistic wise. Jimmy Butler for sure. I mean, for me, you had him on there. Um, yeah, I had to put at least one Timberwolf because of that. Because if there's the big rise, I mean, that's huge. Yeah, I mean Clint Capella. I mean, I, I Draymond Green. Draymond's stats kind of went down a little bit, but I mean he's still one of the most versatile players in the entire league. Um, yeah, I mean Kyle Lowry, I guess. 
Yeah, I I left off DeRozan on mine, so I didn't have any Raptors or any any uh, Celtics. Neither of the first two teams in the East. Man, um, Larry Nance Jr. <laughs> He's gonna be the savior of Cleveland sports. Um, it's you know Miami's kind of like Boston. It's like okay, they had a good year, but who do you put who on you there? Put on there. Yeah, they barely had an All Star. Tragic, but. Whiteside, he's he's a future all star. He he should join the. You hate Whiteside, don't you? Man, I just it just scares me that they like can't play him. Like, why are you guys not able to play this guy? Wow, he just gets small balled right out of games. Yeah, I mean, you see, that's when it comes to the playoffs and stuff like that. It gets weird, but I still think there's a place in the league for him. I also think about with Boogie Cousins. I was watching the game the other night, and Miritich hit some shots, and you're like. Where would they be if like Cousins was playing these minutes or if Cousins was out there? I don't know. The way that they're the way that they're able to play without him is It's definitely a discussion for different. sure, but it's it's just a you're talking about a top twenty five player in the league. I mean twenty five and thirteen before he got hurt. <laughs> yeah, a top twenty five player on a list of fifteen guys. <laughs> what do you mean? The, all NBA is fifteen guys. I don't have him on it either. I'm saying if he if he completed, I don't have him on it only because of you know the games played. But yeah, I just think that that logic can get really dangerous as far as like, what if Steph Curry went down for the Warriors and you know they replaced him with Livingston, but in turn it made Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson their averages go up and they killed it and they won like they went like twelve and two. You know, when Steph went out, you're not going to make that same argument of saying, well, they're better without Steph. Like, I, you just can't because players step up when, like, that that stat doesn't account for more touches for Anthony Davis, doesn't count for the team as a general, like maybe getting an extra motivation. Let's play better. Let's do better as a team. And I get that there's more spacing spacing with Miritich than, than Cousins, but – it's just I, I just think that's really dangerous when you're looking at somebody that as talented as cousins and being like, Well, you know, they're better without him, so so they should just let him walk. I think it's a conversation, especially if they sweep Portland and then they go in, let's say they win like two games against Golden State or three games, you know, crazy if they go to like seven games or something. I think it's a legit conversation for them to sit there and say, Well crap, should we max him out or should we like try to sign and trade? Like, I threw out on Twitter last night, what if they just did a double sign and trade with Milwaukee? Jabari for Cousins. Just sign and trade both of them. Oh, gosh. DeMarcus Cousins in Milwaukee. He'd do more of what Jabari's doing. Oh, de- no, definitely. He's definitely he's definitely a better player, for sure. Yeah, and then the fit New Orleans like- takes this team right here and you know, put Jabari in there. That's such a weird trade. It's a weird trade, I know, but like it would almost be like, hey, let's just swap players that you know do the thing. But. You think about what the what the Pelicans traded Cousins for the first time, and then think about that trade. Like Parker's better than any of those guys. Yeah, buddy, the draft sure. pick, whatever the draft pick they're gonna get, it's crazy. Yeah. So there you go. That's our all NBA team. I'll just go through mine real quick. First team for me is Harden, Lillard. Uh, LeBron, Durant, Anthony Davis. Second team is Westbrook, Chris Paul, Giannis, LaMarcus Aldridge, Joel Embiid. Third team for me is Steph Curry, Victor Oladipo, Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, who and, and Rudy Gobert. But uh, Ben Simmons, by the way, 
according to basketball reference, played 0% of his minutes at forward, but he's eligible to be a forward, so I snuck him in there. <laughs> How many minutes did Giannis play at forward? Oh, I don't know. I didn't look that up. He just okay. plays all over the place. Like I, I, I tweeted out his, uh, his, stati- his uh, positional estimate recently, and he has, over his career, he has big chunks in every single position. Like he had a year where they played him a lot at center, a lot at point guard. He's <laughs> like all over the place. It's pretty crazy. That's weird. He's just that kind of player. You can just put him anywhere. I just hope he doesn't have his prime wasted. This year he played, according to basketball reference, 93% of his minutes at power forward and 7% at center. God. Hmm. One year he played, two years ago he played 40% of his minutes at point guard. (laughs) Wow. That's nuts. All right, give me yours real quick and then we'll go. Uh, first team at Harden, Westbrook, Kevin Durant, LeBron, Anthony Davis. Second team at Damian Lillard, Ol- Oladipo, Giannis, Aldridge, Embiid. Third team at Chris Paul, DeMar DeRozan, Ben Simmons, Paul George, and Carl Anthony Towns. There we go. Those are our all NBA teams, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great weekend. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>